When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Boom. Boom. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to the DJ Life podcast with myself, Rick, and we got Eric over here. Guy with glasses. The guy with glasses. And our guest tonight, Mitch Taylor. Well, hey, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Thanks, Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. And we got 11 people in the chat already. Good uh, shit. And like usual, if there's anything you guys want to hear us talk about, throw that in the chat. Um that's We're, not gear related. That's not gear related, unless it's a cool gear related question, which I will be impressed if you can think of something that is cool you to have talk to, about. Yeah, you care. have to make Eric happy on that. Yeah, yeah, so that's real tough. But um, so we're gonna kick this off. Mitch Taylor, who are you? What's your <laughs> What's your deal? Um, uh, so who? I know I know who? you're a multi op owner, right? Yes, sir. Um, where are you yep. from? I live in a little town called Escanaba, Michigan, right now. Escanaba, Michigan. Um, About 14,000 people. That's super Pretty tiny. small in the upper peninsula of Michigan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the south, southern central part of the upper peninsula of Michigan. Uh, from Maine originally, the state of Maine. Lobsters. And grew up in a town of 450 people out there. So another small town. Uh, graduated from New England School of Broadcasting. Did radio for a couple years station and I was working at went bankrupt and got a job offer to go DJ for Carnival Cruise Lines on board ship. I don't know. LA that. And Miami. Uh, DJed on Carnival. That's actually where I learned. Howard. Uh, it's really where I cut my teeth mixing. I, I went on board Carnival. Uh, you're going to laugh. This dates with me how old I am too. Uh, MTV Party to Go volume one through 10 CDs. What is MTV? <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> oh, so and, you're uh, 900. Got it. <laughs> I learned how to how to spin records back then, believe it or not, on the club on board. And uh, spun on a Technics 1200 and a Carver tape deck and one side of a Denon 2000F. And uh, did that for two years. Moved to Michigan for my wife. Spent seven years in Metro Detroit doing weddings, private parties, clubs, things like that. Uh-huh. And then we had our firstborn moved to the UP of Michigan and been here ever since. Yeah. Yeah. How old were you when you were on the cruise ship? 19. Got you. Damn. Yep. Yeah. 19, 20. I started about that age. Um, cool. Um, tell us about your, excuse me, your, your <laughs> company now. So Tailored Weddings uh, was founded about 20 years ago, 20 years ago in August. We celebrate our 20th anniversary now. And... You know, I started as a single op and moved to a multi-talent company in 2011. Uh, we started hiring and training talent at that point. So the first, you know, eight years of existence was solo op with me. Uh, and then the last 11 years have been a multi-talent company. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we're small. We're not Dawoke. We're not Elite Entertainment. We're not, you know, anything like that. But uh, we do about 100 events a year, which considering... You're, you're considering your population. Yeah, that that's what I look at. You know, the whole Upper Peninsula of Michigan is 300,000 people. Yeah. That's impressive for that size. I mean, I grew up in a town of uh, 20,000, so I can relate. Like when yes. I was up in Ohio, it was... There wasn't much going on. And the closest big city to us is Green Bay, Wisconsin. That's two hours away. And that is 100,000 people, mm-hmm. if you call that a big city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which most people wouldn't. Right. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we do primarily weddings. Do a little bit of corporate work. A little bit of school work. But primarily weddings. Yep. Yep. Well, it's in the name. Taylor West. Yeah, Taylor West. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, we moved from. I used to be Taylor Entertainment. We name changed to Tailored Weddings back in 2008, uh, right after I went full time with the company. I went full time with the company in 07. So nice. How long has uh, Kay- Kayleen? What's her name? Kayleen. Kayleen. Okay, I didn't want to be wrong. Yeah. I'm a douche. Because um, I met her <laughs> at. Um, uh, Maybe it was at Midwest. Probably Midwest. Probably Midwest, unless she goes to any more. But uh, usually, usually Midwest. And she liked all the same type of music, so we like hit it off. Um, yeah, she was cool. Um, how long yeah. has she been working for you? She's like your right uh, hand, isn't she? Yeah, Kaylee's been with our company quite some time now. Um, she's uh, been in the office with me for quite some time. Uh, she's been with us for seven and a half years right now. Mm-hmm. How long she's been here she's grown herself as a talent and we've invested into her as well and things like that so yeah. but yeah it's good to have a talent that is willing to go the extra mile for couples uh-huh. um that is a big thing i find is the give a shit factor is not existent in a lot of people <laughs> anymore uh and kayleen definitely cares for her clients That's especially important. someone that will double up and put put the effort in in the office as well uh yeah i I think one of my biggest mistakes ever with dow oak was not paying my office helper guy enough and then covid hit he wound up getting a new thing and whatnot and you can't even be mad at him about it but he was so valuable and i just didn't know what i had and how rare that was i never laid her off during covid um I didn't expand hours, but we didn't cut hours either, you know, mm-hmm. and just found other things to focus on, you yeah. know? So, yeah. I just like, didn't know what was happening. Honestly, I probably could have done that, but I was so fucking like, <gasps> you know, like what the fuck? I mean, so I mean, it's young me, for both. It was very young in both of our, com- like what year three into the company is when COVID hit. Yeah. I mean, two or three, two yeah, and a half it was ish, whatever. Rough. For, I think I was well positioned for COVID if there's such a thing in that I had just got out of a lease for downtown office space that we used to have. Uh-huh. Our office is now inside of our home. Uh, my wife's in my home. We bought a new home in 2018 and the house we looked at had a separate entrance garage right off that same office. It was a lot of pluses. Uh, we actually live here uh, right on Lake Michigan, uh, literally 100 feet of beachfront, like yeah. right there. Hell <laughs> so, yeah. I wish. Uh, so I'm glad I made that move when I did. And 
uh, you know, looking back, it was a blessing that we got rid of the downtown office space and because we didn't have a lot of overhead. You uh-huh. know? So I think when you have a lot of overhead, something like COVID comes along, you, you know, I right. know a lot of friends in the industry that had to mm-hmm. shut shit down. Like, yeah. quick. Well, on, I mean, you know, the automation <laughs> stuff that I do. Yeah. I, when COVID hit, I was honestly like, because I already had a product for it. You know, and mm-hmm. that that was when it all started right there is like everyone. Oh, my God, I need to cut costs. What's the best way to cut costs and make your whole fucking shit automatic? You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so that was thank God for that. Um, it was funny. I don't know if you remember this, but so uh, and I don't remember what you used to call it. Your package with the the emails in it and the. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't yep. remember what it was called, but either way. So I bought ultimate that. follow-up solution. Okay. Like yeah. Yeah. Um, so I bought that in 2017 ish, something like that Somewhere like that, and whatnot. Um, and I remember I ran into you it was back when I was friends with Byron or whatever. Um, I, I mean, honestly, actually I talked to Byron very briefly, like a Facebook exchange for very brief, okay. but I hadn't talked, I haven't talked to him in like three years at this point, but, um, we had a falling out to say the least, but, um, I remember What did you fucking say? You came up, it was a con, it was the first time I'd ever met you in person. And you were like, did you give it to Byron or something like that? Like, I know you gave it to Byron or something. And I was like, uh, like, I was like, I didn't, but this is weird. I was like, just, I just did not expect that to be said. I didn't even know, think thought you would know who the fuck I was, let alone, double down oh, with that funny. kind of thing i know and i like my heart went through my chest that uh but i was like oh cool i'm known a little bit um so i'm making moves <laughs> um i could be an asshole sometimes oh yeah oh yeah but it's it's one of those scenarios that it's only when people don't know you you know what i'm saying and it's like it, it's not even that you're an asshole it's just that your tone of voice you got to understand it you know what I'm saying? Very similar to me. You know, like I'm a fucking prick to the people who don't know me. But like, once yeah. you get to know me, I'm not mean at all. You know, you just have to understand my tone. Um, at least so that's what I like. Trolls. That's that's what I like to tell myself. At least it's it's a hard thing to understand. Yeah. Y'all like me, his right? Tone is- all y'all like me, right? <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, you already know his tone. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's brutal some days. But uh, all oh, right. So uh, so Midwest DJs. Um, you know, I prepped saying we would probably talk about it. Yeah. Um Tell us a little bit about so Midwest uh, Milwaukee, right? Yeah, Milwaukee. Um, and I've been one time before. It was. I feel like it was a weird time. Oh, COVID had just kind of like the CDC had just kind of given the green light to chill last out. Year. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, it wasn't we, even last we year. It was the year before. Oh, it was 2020. I, I don't No, Was it 19? You were there. I don't know. It was, it was, was post COVID because I remember being was able to take off my mask for the first time at this conference. Um, and I was so it was 21. Yeah. 21. Yeah. It was last year. You went last year. I remember you talking about it. Oh, but there's been one since then because yeah. it's at the beginning of the year. Yes. That's what was throwing me yes. off. I was like, I don't yes. feel like we I went to the last one. We had a 2022 show as well. Understood. Yeah. Yes. So it was 2021. Yes. Yeah. Um, what month is it in? April. The, okay. That yeah. Makes we sense. were the first conference back from COVID. However, 
we still had to wear masks inside of the property due to the local laws help right right you know what i mean it was like far and few between but it was like there were stints where i was able to yeah yeah yeah. when we were inside the ballroom Mm -hmm. we're like take off your mask like not a problem we were everyone was socially distant spread out six per you know 72 inch round you know kind of thing and uh that was that was uh (laughs) That was a logistical nightmare pulling I'm off that sure conference back in 21 because, again, first conference back in COVID. Uh, all the presenters transferred over from 2020 to 2021. We had to pull together the show. Uh, I was the education chair at the time. And it was it was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And the board works extremely hard. No one on that board gets paid a dime. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between Midwest DJs Live and pretty much every other entity for education in the space is that it truly is a not-for-profit show. Like, how is that, even, how is that even possible? Like, does that mean that all of the money made just goes towards the next show or correct whatever or the it current may be. show or any yes, expenses? The current show or the next show? Yes. Mm-hmm. So That's no, exactly no one on the just board goes into an account that is allocated properly. So no one yeah, on the board has so. like a salary or anything taken no. out of it. How do no. you even get that many people to participate? I'm not going to lie. Things that don't make dollars. So, so, especially <laughs> when hearing it's like the best show right now. Like it, it's highly it's, talked about. It is right arguably now. the best DJ conference. So I'm very interested how this is pulled off too. <laughs> so I can just share with you some of the history. Again, I, I'm just a guy on the board. Uh, I was brought into the conference by Gene Neri, our former president. Gene was a student of mine. He took a couple Gittimer workshops that I put on back when I was uh, Gittimer certified advisor. Um, and so Gene brought me in. I think Gene brought me in, shit, what year was that? 18, 17, 18, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, and of course you want to have aces in their places, right? Uh It's so important in business to have the right people in the right seats in the bus. And so to, I guess, to Gene's credit, you know, they went through the assigning of roles back then are like, oh, well, Mitch, you know, a lot of people in the edge, in the DJ space and education space. Why do you run our education? (laughs) So, funny. you know, yeah. it was really about calling in, frankly, favors and people that I know and and getting the Matt Radicellis of the world and uh, and other talent that we've had. You know, DJ Shauna, we had speak from the Milwaukee Bucks, mm-hmm. uh, world champion Milwaukee Bucks. That was an amazing get for us uh, to pull her in. Um, we've had a lot of great talent over the years speak at Midwest DJs live. And now Rich Lang is the VP of education. I love Rich Lang. Uh, I always, I will always interrupt right there. And I, he's just the absolute man. Um, Mm -hmm. That's it. All right. Now you can continue. I just had to throw that in there. I, I, again, (laughs) aces in their places, right? Yeah. I was picking someone to take over education for me. I'm like, man, Rich Lang has got to be the guy Mm because he's extremely knowledgeable. He's understanding. He helps balance me. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a bro. He's just a good dude, too. You know, he's a pro's pro. Um, 
And so Midwest started out in literally in the back of a bar. It started out in the back of a bar, just guys getting together in flipping podunk Racine, Wisconsin, uh-huh. just sharing, you know, their mixes, their gear, their lighting, which was great. And then our our founder, one of our founders, Ron Helmick, which the Big Ron spinoff, we do our event on Sunday nights called the Big Ron spinoff, is named after him. And he decided to take it and run with it. Uh, Brian Red was also involved early on, and Brian didn't want anything to do with it after the first year. And Ron's like, I'm just going to run with it. And so it was called, actually, back in the day, it was called YouTube DJs Live. And then they you know, decided that probably wasn't a good idea after they got a little letter or something. And well, once uh, you got your Rick Webbs of the world, you guys aren't the YouTube DJs. We are <laughs> like, who the fuck do you think you are? So anyway, it changed to Midwest DJs live. We were, uh, we were grown. quite long after that I, started. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, it's been 14, 14, 15 years now. Damn. Uh, the show has been running. Uh, grown from literally getting together in the back of a pub. Uh, ben Stowe was one of our first sponsors, one of our first speakers. So it's it's been a great uh, growth experience. I spoke at Midwest DJs Live 6, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I was a speaker at the conference early on too. And yeah. So. Yeah. It's crazy how long it's been going on. And like any of these DJ conferences, except for, I guess, the new ones, but... Um... Cause I didn't even know this world existed fucking six years ago. You it's, know, you know, it's, it's, I can't help but think just the way theirs is structured leads to so much of the success of how that show has been run. Because like the other shows they're they have owners that actually take on financial owning of it and try to yeah. make money with it. And then they sell it and they bring in new people and it's, well, we can it's, all... it's a financial hurdle. They're trying to raise, they're trying to make money at it versus actually provide a good show. Yeah. I think there's pluses and minuses to that, Rick. If I'm really being candid, I think there's pluses and minuses to both uh-huh. sides of the equation, Definitely. whether you have one single entity own it or you have a multitude of people that aren't getting paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that too. Run it. I, there's pluses and minus, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm just pluses thinking of the minus. role. The role shifting is a little bit smoother in your guys' situation than than a, a sell, and now that person has to relearn and learn everything. Well, fucking happens. as for you know who's making money, who's not, uh, how the money is out, just all that aside. Yeah, just I'm not from, trying to think from, about the finances. from someone who has just attended. A single time. I have, I've only been once. But the reason I say it was arguably the best DJ conference is because first, it was still a DJ conference. Um, it wasn't a wedding MBA, which is, right. for those who don't know, it's everything above. It's just the wedding industry. So it's fucking huge, of course. Well, Midwest DJ was still really big. It was, but it wasn't you know, 4,000 people in Las Vegas big. Uh, right. How many people do you think went to 21? 200, uh, 200, 300? Uh, probably 150. I, I'm, that's the other thing you'll, you'll know about me. You know me. I'm going to keep it real. I'm not going to inflate. And that's fine. And jack it's it fine. Up. You know what I mean? But, like, and I'm that's fine. That but so even 150, but we're all doing the same thing. 
It's not yes. like we're divided into three learning groups or Correct. 15 learning groups. We're all in the same fucking room. So you can see how I'd say like, oh, is it 300? You know, I mean, it yeah. was a room yeah, yeah, yeah. stuffed full right. of people I fucking know from the internet. Yeah. Chill out. But, yeah. you know, um, and the education was good. You know, uh, it wasn't, uh, and I'm a fa- I'm an education fan. I hate the gear stuff. I like it a little bit just so like more people come, but I couldn't care less about the gear being shown. Um, yeah. and there's a little bit, you know, it's not like you it's know, not nothing. You know what I appreciate though? Actually putting on a production though, in terms of the staging, the setup <laughs> and, for an industry that does that <laughs> and, and it not being shamefully yes. terrible. Um, that that was something we leveled up from Midwest DJs Live nine to Midwest DJs Live ten uh-huh. was a huge level up for that show in regards to the production level. And Jeffrey Sandler of Celebrations Entertainment of Madison uh, really leveled us up. We got uh, LED wall for the Midwest DJs Live ten show that was at Potawatomi uh, in downtown Milwaukee. Then we moved from Potawatomi to the Hyatt Regency in downtown Milwaukee, which is where we are right now. Uh-huh. Again. Uh, we've looked at other places too. I'm not going to name any other venues or anything, but yeah, yeah. just haven't been able to pull the trigger and find the right deal. I think that's the other, the other big thing is you have to know, you have to know your numbers and you have to have a budget going in. And, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not saying you shouldn't shoot for the moon sometimes, but you also got to be realistic. I think, and we've seen it. We've seen it. I've seen it play out in conferences. People try to start up a conference and they try to run before they can walk. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that shit don't fly. Yeah. You got to baby step a little bit. You know, Midwest is not was not a success overnight. It's uh-huh. over a decade in the making, you mm-hmm. know, to what it is now. It's actually the longest DJ uh, running conference right now. Uh, longest running DJ conference right now outside of uh, Atlantic City. Maybe that's partially due to the nonprofit part but uh the other thing i love and i gotta just gotta say this um one of our past board members sean Sholdeen, i don't know if you know sean or not i don't think he's so. our backstage manager an amazing talent amazingly talented dj out of chicagoland runs up and down uh the wisconsin uh, uh run there between green bay and chicago too and does lots of events he's uh he kind of pushed us to create a fund called djs loving djs and that was designated for us to be able to help DJs that might be in need of funds in the future at some point, whether they have a car accident, whether they have, you know, whatever the case may be. So we've been able to dip into that fund and help a couple different DJs over the years, uh-huh. uh, which has been a kind of a cool give back. And you mentioned no one gets paid, right? Yeah. That's really what it is about. It's about giving back to the industry that has helped make you. That's uh-huh. why I do it and yeah. why others have done it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh the the new and upcoming CRM uh simple some yes. simple um SMPL. Yeah, SMPL. Uh not a sponsor. Uh, nah. Uh working <laughs> not yet. working with them behind the scenes <laughs> right him. now. Um so we'll we zoom call once or twice a week right now. Um, Man, that's a lot of work. And we it it honestly, especially in October, is a lot of that's work. That's a lot of work. Uh, once or twice but, a week is a lot of work. But made a commitment. So we're doing it. And, um, but he, uh, you know, I talked to Brian and the other people that whatever we were talking about that. Like, uh, I mean, of course there's, 
money involved with all the automation crap and the CRMs if you're the owner and whatnot. But Mm -hmm. it just feels good to solve a problem for someone else sometimes. You know what I mean? Like I, the most, because as a DJ, I don't know if y'all can relate, but I love getting patted on the back for doing a good job. Like just that recognition is what I get off on. And if I take your company and I help you in some way to where you're like, my success is due to whatever the fuck you just said. You know what I mean? That is just the, yeah. that that's worth more than any dollar amount. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what honestly yeah. keeps it rolling. Um, so I definitely feel that. What, uh, yep. for 2022, anything you can spill the beans on that's new in store for Midwest? We've got some things in the pipeline. In fact, it's funny. I just got out of our Midwest DJs live board meeting for this month, oh, nice. uh, about an hour ago. So, oh. <laughs> Hour and a half ago. So you got uh, all the we, goods. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Eric Rhodes as a speaker this year. Uh-huh. Uh, have you guys had Eric on your show yet? Not, or no? not we, yet. we will. I'm sure. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. Eric's the man. Uh, and then Kaylee Weiss. I don't know if you know Kaylee or not. I do. Uh, she's a branding expert. Mm-hmm. She's phenomenal. I worked with her before in the past. And so she's on board. And we have other speakers yet to be announced. Uh, we have three sponsors on the hook right now for the show. Uh, and we're very much looking forward to another great year in Milwaukee. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's kind of where we're at right now. So yeah. if it's in April, I was just, we were just talking about April Midwest. 23rd to April 25th, got, MidwestDJsLive.com. That's makeable. I can make that. I wasn't sure because I thought it, I knew it was early, <laughs> but I thought it was potentially in March and I'll be on no. honeymooning in March. Where um, are you going on your honeymoon? Italy. Oh, nice. Never been to Europe. We're, we're in Italy, man. I that's the, that's all I got for you. I, I <laughs> I'm in such a work hurricane. Honestly, the whole wedding, the whole honeymoon, you the it whole. Yet? No, we have. I just don't know. Okay. <laughs> I just okay. I just have no fucking. Don't worry so about that I, next month. Past, that's what I'm saying. June, we just did a, a 14 day Mediterranean cruise, and we went to uh, Rome and Florence, uh, Pisa. And it was beautiful. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah. Definitely would, I'm definitely would go back to Italy. I don't know if I go back to Rome again, though. I've heard that really? from uh, Rome. Uh, everyone tells me Rome's dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't like think. LA, like LA, like people pooping on the sidewalk shit, or what do you mean? Well, it's just, I don't know. It's just, everything is just like, right? Like, we had this tour planned, and I, I did a shit ton of research for this cruise because I'm like, I'm there once, right? Going to get the best out of it, you know? Well, I'm going to maximize my time mm-hmm. there, you know? So I did a shit ton of research. I'm a former travel agent in a previous life as well. Nice. So that helped me a ton. But did a ton of research and we literally got this, you know, Mercedes van or whatever. And they would zip us into, you know, this spot and, and here's the Vatican and go through and then we're going to zip over to this spot. We're going to do the Trevi fountain and then we're going to zip over to this spot. And do <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, go, 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 go. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Cause I actually fucking hate walking around. And that was like my one stipulation when we were choosing where to go. Cause it mm-hmm. was like, all right, do we want to go to like, you know, Caribbean beachside, all inclusive shit, or do we want to go, to Italy and like see whatever the fuck is in Italy. I don't even, or not Italy, but like Europe. Um, and I was like, if we go to Italy, just know if we walk around too much, I'm going to be a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, I was if, like, cause if you I don't want to walk. Don't go to Santorini, Greece. Okay. Yeah. Holy hell. That yeah. is a shit ton of walking, dude. 
Uh, uh, noted. Noted. <laughs> Shit noted. ton of walking. What are you guys going to do? Stop. We're we're planning something over in Europe as yeah. well. Yeah. Cool. Like like Paris, France, Italy, uh-huh. all that. Nice. Uh-huh. That's what we want to do. Something like that. Yeah, I just never but been to Europe, so she reached out to some like uh like travel people over in there. Sure. They, they told us they're like, "You're way too early on your planning. We're not getting married until February of 24." So yeah, they told us we're way too early. Yeah, we don't even know if y'all. They said talk to us yet. in the summer of 23. Whenever we get you're like not an early, you're not early from a standpoint of booking the land. You're early from a standpoint of booking the air. You can't book the air until ten and a half months out. Okay, that's when you can book air. Dude, if land we get, portion you can book whenever you want. If we get an uh, inquiry for February, she was leading that. I'm not, I wasn't. <laughs> an, an inquiry though for February 2024, I'm like, mm, yeah, all right, we'll see. Just you circle back in a year, we'll see. <laughs> I'm like, see, well, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> I mean, the venue, the venue was kind of that way. They were like, really, and we're like, yes, book it. <laughs> That's funny. But then the fact that I knew all the vendors and everything, I was just like, yo, we're getting married. They're like, oh, duh, duh I'm open. Yeah, mark me down. It, it, <laughs> I'll such, hold it. <laughs> yeah. It's such a bittersweet thing to get a uh, such a early on, like a, well, two years in advance, whatever, of a lead and maybe a booking because, well, first off, okay, there's two grand or whatever, I'm, whatever you charge that I'm going to make guaranteed in two years. Fantastic. However... Right. I don't know what I'm going to be charging at that point. And I'm probably right. going to regret it because COVID's probably going to happen. Some world phenomenon that just inflation and whatever the fuck happens. And God dang it. I just booked however many and fuck. There should be a, and I'm sure some people thought of that and put a, a tax of some sort. I had a on DJ a come shadow me. Uh-huh. Year, this is years ago now. 2007. Uh-huh. Six, I don't remember. Guy from Minneapolis. He's no longer in the biz, but he came and shadowed me, and he saw my contract for that event, and I charged I think like eight seventy five at the time or something. Yeah, you know, and I, my current rate at that point was like fourteen twenty five, but they had booked like two years previous. Right, right, right. So, and he's like, "Well, are you gonna like do anything different? Because you're," I'm like, "No, I'm not gonna do anything." different because i charge less like i'm giving them everything i possibly can because you don't know what other referrals are in the audience you know yep i can justify a rate increase at that point that far back and that far forward you know yeah so it's just the time yeah so yeah so so you're happy as hell that like the booking time frame is coming down eh, i'm not just because my graphs are thrown off and my my projections are not Oh, I don't. Shut up I don't. Your projections. Well, I'm just saying. Like, I don't have. He's a nerd. I am, but like, I look at him like on a quarterly basis, and I'm like, all right, yeah, it looks good. But like, I know in this I'm month and this this yeah. you Fuck know monthly these months monthly. I'm supposed to book this many weddings, and if it doesn't happen, I'm like, what did I do wrong? What did we change? Blah blah blah. Well, if that is thrown off due to what you just said, which it has been. I don't have anything to base it off of. I'm literally just like, shh, shh, what? What is the term? Shooting. What have you been in? Some you've been in business I'm, for four years, and you're trying to look at trends. That's what people fucking. You're still you're still on this <laughs> roller coaster right here, like doing this, and you're trying to look at trends. Yes, but if you record and the COVID's data, COVID's right in the middle of it. <laughs> if you record the data from day one, which I have done, 
I can literally put a fucking decimal, like a, a line graph, and I could tell you how much money I will make next year just based on the growth. But here's trajectory. the thing: you have hey, COVID thrown right in the mix. You right can in the take middle of all that. You could take like, that out, that and it's it literally, hard. and you're not wrong for sure. But like, you know, you're, if you took the if you average, get a business coach, they're gonna love you because they they love the, knowing these projections and graphs and everything. And, I mean, I think I think 22 were mostly back to normal. I am anyway. I uh-huh. mean. I haven't had any COVID, you know, postponements this year. If yeah, someone no. if someone screams COVID postponement, it's called. Wait, well, I'm going to go by my contract actually. Cause I you're had, fucking full of shit. Well, I had <laughs> I had one, but they were previously a COVID, and then now they're doing it again, and they're like super old, and they have a bunch of friends there in Europe. So yeah, I, they're uh, they're if schizophrenic. You, I don't give a fuck. If, yeah, COVID, me. it's over. Don't care. I got my. I, I just know I got down to positive, and I I think I'm just gonna hold on to that. I don't even care if you catch COVID. COVID's over. We're done. I'm so still. I, I actually had that happen last year. I had a bride get COVID the week before her wedding. That's. I mean, and she postponed it. That's. I I let her postpone that's rough. that. I I get it. it it's that's rough. very. It yeah. just depends. I'm that pretty sucks. dickish about stuff like that. I'm very uh, cold actually, hearted about the profit don't care what you, you know what I, I mean? actually uh me and christine attended a wedding it in texas <laughs> and literally when we got back like reports that literally like everyone at the wedding we attended had got covid huh. like there was a little over i think like 150 180 people Holy and like shit. 60 people got covid and we somehow managed to escape it so we wow. hung we, i think it's because we, we weren't really on the dance floor at all so we kind of I think that's where it all transmitted, but that was crazy. Crazy. Because we got back and went right into April Madness, so I was like thankful as fuck I didn't get that. Yep. That would have been rough. Yep. I mean, we I mean, we had our scares, but... Yeah, we all do. We we got through it. We're done now. Same. Like, it, like I said, if a DJ got COVID, well, first, I'd just be like, man, fuck you. But we've got... <laughs> <laughs> we've got people and he's stuff. a heart of gold ladies and gentlemen <laughs> it's just like don't be so annoying like what did you do don't be so annoying it's like you know you just licked a public railing like I hate you right now um, you <laughs> don't just don't be... catch COVID anymore it's not a thing yes you do oh my god <laughs> um, you can still catch COVID it's a thing I guess it's just not, I was, it's I was just actually... not as popular or not as prominent yeah, I, prevalent i was Preval- actually yeah. prevalent that yep yeah. english uh, is not my first first language <laughs> i uh <laughs> i was actually just talking to a buddy of mine a local dj um michael and he hit me up he was like i can't he was like i need help for real he uh he's like you have anyone in asheville asheville's like three hours from here um far ass and i was like I have one guy that lives up there that DJs for me, but he's like a full-time college student. You know what? You got to pre tell me what the fuck you're asking, you right. know? And right. he was like, how this, serious is it? Yeah. He was like this Saturday, I've got COVID. I've got a wedding bride. I need a sub. I was like ignoring all the other details. It's fucking October 22nd, dude. Like there's no chance I can help you. Are you kidding me? Like you're is, out of your is mind. this is this weekend like crazy busy for you too, Mitch? Or actually, no. We're really? on our denouement right now. Okay. Um, on your what? We denouement like downslide. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We're on. This Eng- is English. This is, is this his is, first English language. is my first language. <laughs> this 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 weekend is the is the peak. Yeah. 
Yeah, October first was our peak. October first, that mm-hmm. weekend was slammed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, October seventh and eighth, we still I had, had corporate events all week. That week of October third, that that ten day stretch was just, yep, insane. Yeah, I've got um, DJ's book that I've only known for a month right now uh, for October 22nd. Right. I uh, know they're, they're fine DJs. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like, that's the level of slam. Names, fine DJs. Oh no, I'm just not going to whatever. Um, but I'm just oh, saying like, oh, we are his name? Fucking... Don't forget him. He's got, yeah, a, he's got a gig bar and a bun booth. He's good. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, we only got <laughs> one bun booth here. We only got Push one play. bun booth here. I'm always like, man, he, just oh, chill, you out. Got, you chill got, out with that nice setup. You got Jesus. A, you got a bun booth? Yeah. Really? I, I don't know if it's actually a bun booth, but it's one of the DJ friends. Brian. He's got one? Fuck yeah. Brian, man, he's he's a gear dude. I was oh like, I don't God. know why you're a gear dude, but you're going to regret it. But I'm glad you got a bun booth because you're make me, you're making, you're making us look good. I didn't know he had I knew he had turntables, but like, God, I didn't know. Oh, he's he... got a bun booth. Um, okay. Wow. He, uh, he, uh, one of the weddings I sent him to, he, it like started raining or something, started sprinkling the f- a fucking course, n- no cover, like we aggressively like tell, tell people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he put a tarp, of, you know, he put a tarp over his setup, obviously, like he should. And I like commented on the picture. <laughs> I like, should have been a white tarp. I was going to say the same thing. Like, was it a white tarp? I almost said that. I don't want to do your punchline. You know, it's funny. That's great. You know, it's funny. Uh, he literally, so he he probably had a tarp because he did a wedding with me. Uh huh. Because literally, we actually had that situation at the ceremony. We did a ceremony from under a tarp. Really? Yeah. It was pouring down rain. They were all wearing umbrellas, and Fuck I just that. put the one speaker and the table underneath the tarp yep. and just. We have two pop up tents in our company that we bring if we need to, but yeah. We are just like, yo, if you don't have some shit provided, then we're just not doing it. I say that in my contract. But yeah, I still have two that I will send. If I, I know what you actually mean. one of them is Kayleen's for crying out loud. She really? brings it. Uh huh. I have one. There's like company. a little. So our ceremony set up, and I'm not going to get too into gear. But oh, here we go. <laughs> it's it is a gear a, break, ladies and gentlemen. It is a small speaker on a stand, <laughs> and then we have a clamp on the stand. So the whole thing is one square foot in yeah. diameter. You know what I mean? Um, so technically if we just had one of those umbrella clips that could clip onto a speaker stand and cover it with an umbrella, that would, assuming it's not a complete blowout rain, uh, cover you still fuck that because we told you to fix it, but that technically could cover us. Do you, Um, do you, do you, your person would be drenched. Right. Well, I don't care about them. Do you say that ceremonies (laughs) have to be covered? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Oh, so the beating hot Eric's sun. Eric's all about protection. I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how we ended up where we are. Um, <laughs> I'm talking about all the STDs. I'm not talking about my kid. <laughs> um, that was too easy of a joke. <laughs> uh, ceremony covered, beating hot sun, laptop failure, you know? Don't uh, use MacBooks. Get a cooler. <laughs> don't use MacBooks. I just don't like to dabble in that peasant bullshit. Um, <laughs> but uh, we run all MacBooks here. But yeah, of course you do because you're a real company. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we all run Windows and it's it's wonderful. And they have like red keyboards and fucking green text messages. No one likes that. Let's see. I was waiting for the green text message. To yeah. Pop up. Yeah. 
Nah, two I'm, of my two of my guys are MacBooks. I'm gonna scroll through the three, chat. Three three of them are Windows, so you got any questions in the chat? We got twenty three people on here. What's up, everybody? Holy yeah. shit, who's thanks, on? Thanks even, for viewing. This is a good this is a good uh, viewership tonight. The the majority of our views are typically after. You know, we'll put it on Spotify yeah. and iTunes and yeah, whatnot. And they'll and get, get a few hundred views. Um, Normally so somewhere around five hundred average. Typically live viewers, unless bars on here, we have about ten or twenty. Um Yeah, no, this is really good. Um, cool. Mitch so, popular. do you market for Black Friday? You know, some no. years I actually do, and it depends on if I'm being lazy really? or not. Well, all right. So, what, what, what do you advertise? I will say, my automation mentor guy is Aaron Abramson. Right? Uh, I don't know if anyone knows him. He's smarter. He's smarter than you are. Trust me. <laughs> he, he is. Did he set up the, the part for you? Is that he's, he's talking about? He's the thing? guy that helped okay, me he's with the one that that. Regards to that stuff, he's phenomenal. It's, Aaron took a sales workshop for me years ago. Yep. Then he got so deep in automation. It was back when he was buying uh, his DJ company before he bought okay. his DJ company. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's helped me so drastically um, on a lot of things. He's amazing. But um, he talked me into a Black Friday sale one time because that's kind of his uh, company's game plan. It's like, you know, charge X and then uh, basically, I won't say rely on sales necessarily, but definitely they're running a sale for every fucking reason in the world. Um, And uh, one of the Black Friday sales, so he did it to me. And the one time I did it, um, I think, and it's always like a paid in full situation. So yep. depending on if your company is sitting on a large cash stash or not, uh, I don't know if that's important to you or not, but, uh, I probably made 25 grand in a day, you know, two days, mm-hmm. um, in one second, you know what I'm saying? As money up front, no refund, just whatever the, con- the terms. So I was like, shit. Okay. You know, now if I hadn't gotten all that money up front and ran a Black Friday sale, I'd have probably made closer to thirty grand because of say, the how sales. Many, how many of those would you've got? So, you, you know what I mean? That's what I was well, asking. How much? Did I'm you, just saying. How much did you bring down? The, the, exactly. Was and it like twenty percent off or what? I can't remember the exact. That but like you could imagine money. you lost a couple thousand dollars in exchange for the sale. Um, yeah. But like I said, is cash down important to you or not? That, the, but the terms 15, of the sale it doesn't like matter. But fifteen percent. In a nutshell. I did run a Black Friday sale, and it was highly, highly successful. Um, At increasing your cash, pretty much. Well, just getting bookings. I don't know. Um, Honestly, and it makes me – I actually have a note in my phone that's one of the oldest oldest, uh, notes in here, and it's to figure out running a sale for every reason, like we were fucking talking about earlier. through the year and just having it automatically happen. So Memorial Day, pull all leads, run Memorial Day sale, put back, go forward. You know, there's uh, this guy that can help you with automation. Yeah, I can't. I I will interrupt and say I cannot help you with that level of automation. Aaron might be able to. It's going to cost you a much prettier penny than I will charge you, though. <laughs> but and, once he figures it out, that penny, it might be available for purchase. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. As soon as I figure I mean, out how to repackage your shit, I will sell it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You said one time that it was fine and that I did a good job. <laughs> you said one time that it was fine. <laughs> that one time. Um, 
so that's Black Friday. That's my my two cents on running sales in general. That's interesting. Um, well, I'm honestly, you can also, if you're conniving and clever enough, you, raise you don't rates. necessarily have to lower your price. You know, yeah. Cheers. I'm empty, so I just empty. I got nothing. Um, but oh. you don't necessarily <laughs> have to lower your price. Um, Mitch does much more sales relevant uh, guidance than I could ever do. Um, no. So maybe he'd be the it's one. Different, to... It's just different models. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Everyone's going to have different how they want to run their biz. Uh, I don't. You know, there's just different business models. That's mm-hmm. all. That's, yeah. yeah, that's what I was... You know, cause that I'm, actually... I think that's why I stopped being friends with Byron um, when I did is because he can't get down with what you just said. There is... Uh, your way is wrong, period. You know what I'm saying? And I can't... I, I, well, I modeled my whole shit after Byron to begin with. And then I slowly yeah, I was that. like, oh, that didn't work for me, so I need to adjust this. And it was like, Argh! and then I slowly adjusted and slowly adjusted and slowly. And, and now we're where at least I need to be for the moment. Um, yeah. And, you know, like I said, me and Byron, I think at least have squashed all that arguing. But that was for a long time what I think got in but the way of. I don't to me that business. There's nothing wrong with that business model. There's many different ways to do it. There's nothing wrong with my business model. There's nothing wrong with Rick's business model. It strictly depends where I have a problem. Okay. I'm going to rant for a second. I love it. I love it. Keep going. I want to hear it. (laughs) Where I have a problem is where DJs try to misrepresent what they are in the marketplace. Oh, yeah. And they're lying. I have a problem with. Yep. Yep. Preach. To me, it, it, you, oh, we do everything they do, but cheaper. No, you don't. Yep. A hundred percent. And, you know, I do a ton of planning for our couples. I mean, it's almost like you're getting a planner as well, mm. literally, which is fine. That's just the business model I chose. Right. You know, and I don't poo poo anyone for doing a different business model. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. But don't, like, I don't pretend to be just to show up and push play DJ. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the, that's fine too. But it's just, everyone's different what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Tommy's love is Becky, right? Yeah. That's way old reference. You guys probably don't get that one. I don't. I way over my head. It's Didn't probably we, on MTV. So Wasn't one of no, our... Before that. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's a Kenny Rogers reference. Gotcha. Oh, Anyway. Wasn't one of our first episodes we talked about kind of the whole like pricing and staying in your lane topic. Oh, well, the thing is, when I when I say to stay in your lane, like you said, it's don't fucking lie to people. You know no, what I mean? Yes. Don't don't sell, don't oversell yourself. Like when a oh lead hits me up and is like, "You do the cold sparks and the monogram and the blah blah blah," I'm like, honestly, I don't. I was like, we can right. provide the DJ section, but if you want that. You should hit up and I give him his contact or I have another right. buddy that does it too. And I'll usually give him yeah. both contacts and I'll be like Rick with this or Matt with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause it's just, I, and I'm not going to be like, Hey Rick, if, can you do this? And then it goes through my company and I'm going to middleman this shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Just stay Correct. in your fucking lane and do what you're good at, you know? Yeah. Um, 
or, or false advertise. Yeah, right. You know, mm-hmm. I have 30 years experience. Um, <laughs> I love the voice on that. <laughs> 30 years. First off, that makes you sound fucking old. Yeah, you sound like, yeah. First you off. Sound- <laughs> I, I don't understand why years of experience should ever, in, in any, honestly, business should be at any service-based business should never use years of experience oh. personally. I think, I think there's a sweet spot. There is but. to it, but I think too, too short a range. It sounds like you're too inexperienced and then too, too, too long. Old, yeah. You're old, old, right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so you gotta be careful to me careful how you present it. You're not lying to a client. It's just like, I even make a joke to couples sometimes. I'm like, you know, I've been doing this for 27 years. Right. You know, or I'll say I color my hair, you know, or whatever, you uh-huh. know, just as a joke. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's true. I do color my hair. You do? Fuck yeah, I color my hair. Wow. I thought black you... people just had dark hair. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just kidding. I need a drink. Oh my goodness. Wow. Uh, no, but... Um, Can't leave no comments in the chat on that one. <laughs> there will be. There will be. Um, There's like a 10 second delay. Give him a okay. second. Uh, y'all, yeah. I'm just joking, you y'all. I'm just funny, about what bro. What mic do you recommend? Uh, a a mic. mic. Man, we were talking... One that do you, works. Do you guys use... Yeah, have you ever heard of those Road Go? Uh, I have. Do you... Have you tried them I yet? haven't used one. Yeah, Rick's was like Rick was like immediately like fuck that, but I saw some shit online that was like saying otherwise from some reputable people. I have too. I I've seen a couple guys that I believe they have good opinions, and you know, three hundred like elbows. Everyone's got one or two. Yeah, three hundred dollars uh, for a dual uh, lapel system that's reliable. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I'll hold my breath that we, it, it works every rocks, single time. We rock Sennheisers or uh, EVs here is what we use. But. Yeah. The so I will never buy EV mics because of the last DJ collective. Um Okay. And I I mean I'm not good with gear so I very well could have been some idiot's fault, but they were using EV mics and I've never seen such a sarcastically bad dropout situation. It was okay, so comical. I can tell you for a fact that is user error. But the people running it was La Force. They fucking are definitely they, they not They don't use EV though. Oh, okay. Well, that's probably weird. not. They don't. I know them. They don't use EV mics. Yeah. I mean, Glenn Roush and I are Really, really close. Yeah. Like, well, like, I mean, we're and, like going on a boys trip together. In a and week. as you know, they know their shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's they, not yes, their they, first they rodeo. Just, I was just in Dallas mm-hmm. last month, but uh, MC training. So, but it was like you know the receivers literally in, in arm's reach, and it's dropping out. It was sarcastic with handheld microphones, not even yeah. lapel. It was like, what the fuck is this? And yeah, I, uh, I think I remember seeing posts about that. Too. I made a post about it one time, and I wasn't specific as to why I said it. I just said something. I was like, the only thing I actually learned at this DJ conference is never buy an EV microphone. Oh, not getting, just being a fucking dick. Not getting too technical, but I have heard the EV mics. It's a very you need to know how to operate them because you can do it wrong i i know plenty of people that swear by them uh you're y'all basically production zach guy um swears by him and i definitely respect what he at them what 
He swears by them, not at them. Yeah, yeah. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Right. And I just swear. I like that. I, I just swear that. at them. Um, swear. But he definitely knows what it. he's talking about. That's, that's a good saying. I like that. Uh, a quick scan for. We got a couple more minutes. I'll see what else if there was anything. I got else a, in I got a pimp where I'm coming up next though. Yeah. What's up? What do you got? Uh, Harvest of Sound is coming up. Tell us that a little is December fourth, fifth, sixth. I'll be there. Uh, so if you're heading out to Boston, if you're shipping up to Boston, you can uh, banger. I think there's a I think there's a, a coupon code too. I think I think I saw someone post a coupon code about it. I don't drop even know it if is, you got but, it. Yeah, I don't have it in front of me. But December fourth, uh, fifth, and sixth in Boston. That's gonna be cold. It will be cold. Um, I'm I'm an East Coast guy, you know, so. I have an uh, affinity to the East Coast, and when I saw Tyler was doing that, I'm like, man, I'd love to be able to pull something together. And I think uh, the guy you mentioned earlier, SMPL, yep, uh, he's going to be there as well. I think cool. So, They're doing good things. For? They're yeah, it's on the up and up. I won't say, uh, you know, I'm, my 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 CRM of preference. I don't prefer it yet. Um, but they're they're willing to put in the footwork, and that is the one reason I was like, I will work with you because you're willing to put in the footwork. Um, oh, and Rob Yao, uh, my friend from Detroit. Rob Yao is asking what I'm drinking. Uh, so Rob, I'm drinking Don Julio. And, and and Don Julio, if you see this, just know we're almost at a thousand subs. And ginger ale. <laughs> So I got hooked on that drink by my friend Austin Beaver um, out of Seattle. He, he turned me on to that drink when I was in Vegas probably 12, 13 years ago. Justin Bieber, what that, a friend. Austin, that, Austin Bieber. I just, yeah. That um, actually is a good plug to Eric that we need. If, if you're watching this right now and you're not subscribed, please subscribe. We're at 830 subscribers right now trying to get a, to 1,000 so we can actually monetize this channel potentially. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, monetize the channel. Monetize everything. So so that way we can make uh, a whopping like two cents per uh, episode. I'm just trying to get on Joe Bond's level. That's all. I just want literally <laughs> everything I have something to do with to make me money. You know? <laughs> Um, not so lying I've there. <laughs> seen seen anything else in the chat? We got a couple minutes left to cover. Uh, I'm not seeing anything. How, How do, do you market, market your services? services? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, or just SEO? I am you know, currently. Actually, I went through that. I went through a marketing uh, checklist just the other day, kind of walked through my details. And honestly, most of mine is word of mouth mm -hmm. and repeat clients or venue referrals. Yeah. So that's yep. once that takes over. Course sure yeah you know if you have yeah. if you have the product i'll call it product because that's technically what it is is a dj <laughs> yeah and sure. then you can always just add to that you know uh but if you don't there's no sense in spending the money on leads you can't even fulfill or you know yeah. if you're if you're capped out with what you just said the venue's word to mouth mm -hmm. so we're not capped out you know so as that stacks up i'll just I'll still, I'll literally give Wedding Wire the Knot as much fucking money as they'll take in my regions. Um, and then I'm currently in the process of trying to figure out Google ads. I paid a professional to step in finally. Um, so that's not in effect yet, but I'm trying it. SEO has been strong forever for us. Um, that was one of the things I used to rub in everyone's face. Um, you still do. I mean, used yeah, to. Yeah, true. You still do. It kind of... 
Google just recently came out with some new rules or something because our pages are getting bumped down, and I can't quite figure out how to fuck everyone up again. But uh, in the meantime... And uh, Flamingo Boss just posted, he's from the UK, he's watching your podcast. That's nice. awesome. Hell yeah. What's up, I'm Flamingo actually going to be Boss? speaking in the UK coming up in March at cool. Pro Mobile. At what? Uh, Birmingham. Uh, yeah, Birmingham, uh, UK. That's for, awesome. For for what yeah. is that for? Uh, Pro Mobile. is a Pro Mobile conference. They call it Mobile in, in England. Yeah. Uh, Pro Mobile show. Uh-huh. Uh, they've had that show going on for years. Uh, so I'm speaking there coming up March... Uh, what year is it? What date is that? March. I forget the exact dates. I'm flying in on the 23rd. Huh. I think I fly back on the 31st. Damn. So, I forgot the dates of the show, but I'm trying to go to in, overseas uh, fucking yeah. DJ conference. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This will be my third one I've done internationally. What other so. is Harvest is Sound, obviously. Uh, that that, that, those are the next two I have coming up Harvest Sound. And then uh, Pro Mobile is the next two I have coming up. What month is that in? Pro Mobile is in March, right before Midwest DJs Live. Got you. And, so, uh, end of March. Speaking of uh, Midwest, uh, they want to know if you got any discount codes for Midwest. I don't. Do you have any free <laughs> Actually, hang codes? On. I, hang on, I do. <laughs> um, someone just asked me about this. Here's the deal, Crypto Ape. There's no discount code, so, but I can tell you this. The ticket price for Midwest, I think, goes up again on December 1st. I think it's December 1st. My so if you want to get it at the lowest price you can, get your tickets before December 1st. If, Black Friday sale? If my homie Crypto Ape is <laughs> actually a Crypto Ape, he doesn't have I, any money right let me, now. Let me, let me, let me try to get into my, my stuff over here on the screen. <laughs> I can try to pull it up here. You guys keep yapping, and I'll, I'll find it. Let, let the like 20 people know how they can get the best price. You know? <laughs> MidwestDJsLive.com. That's your best price. Uh, ticket right now is. I'll just get Eric the tape. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Uh, I mean, that's gonna be my new thing. What's gonna be your new thing? Bringing Brian. You missed it earlier in the chat. No, did we were I... talking about my honeymoon, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm bringing Brian." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've eaten wings with him one time. <laughs> East but... Coast. What? Where'd you go? Uh, no, someplace in Raleigh. Oh, uh, lame. Yeah. Lame. The wings suck, too. Oh. He, he swore he, by them. He swore he by them. Oh, my God. Brian, I'll never forget Brian. that. He's in the chat. I'll never forget that. Never forget that, huh? I better, I better get Dude, it. Tyler okay. Sherman, trust me, you're going to hear it. <laughs> One, uh, give, me a, give me a bit, but you will hear it. Because um, currently I'm doing literally... Everything I can, marketing wise, that I thought I, I, I and that's untrue until because I realized I wasn't doing Google ads, and I was you like, oh, this them. is one way I can somehow reach more leads, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, well, you don't we'll LinkedIn, see. LinkedIn, yeah, but you I'm don't talking LinkedIn about I'm talking. I mean, I use LinkedIn for Eric SEO. Eric doesn't wear a tie. I don't. Yeah, I'm wearing sweat, door, sweatpants and an undersized car shirt. <laughs> Get on Angie Leeds, you know. This is that's all bullshit though. But Google Ads dropping serious cash on Google Ads is like potentially a serious lead funnel. Um, and what what does Google Ads cover? Like, what is it just on like Google? Like, where? Or is it like it puts ads in terms of like all those sites where you see Google Ads? It is. On Google, 
on Google, if I a brief explanation of how it can work is you select your target keywords like SEO, you know, and you can also negate by target keywords. So if I want to look, if I want to rank or not rank, it's just be at the top because of a Google ad. When someone searches Greensboro wedding DJ, but if I pay for that, I'm number one at the top. But if someone were to search affordable Greensboro wedding DJ, I want to negate by the word affordable. So if I search that, I do not pop up for that. And I don't waste a dollar on the, on the click. Uh, so, so you're looking at Google where it pops up at the top and it says sponsored right beside that yeah, yeah. pop. That's what you're doing with Google ads. I don't know. Technically, I don't know yet. That's just, it's in the pipeline. Well, like, cause currently, cause, cause Google ads is, is a, a very bold thing because there's like Google ads for like search. There's Google ads on YouTube. There's Google ads that are I would embedded imagine, on all the different websites that people like go to. I would imagine it's only for Google search just okay. because we're trying to sell wedding DJs. I doubt if you throw a picture on the corner of Facebook with a wedding DJ that it would lead to a click. Cause you know, like the Google, Google ads, how it works, where, um, if you go, like you can put the bot or whatever that basically can tell if someone goes to your website and then all the other websites they go to that have Google ads on it, you can have your stuff pop up it, on those said yeah, websites. I mean, it whether follows it's, the pixel around with, yeah. with you, um, retargeting that yet again, I, you don't know I, this I yet. Okay. I can't yeah. completely answer you yet. So um, we need like two more podcasts before we get in depth on this. Uh, the triggers were being pulled literally today on okay. the on the website for it to start. So yeah, it'll be we'll say a month before I know some shit. Um, and right as we're getting up to winter, and that's when we book the majority of our weddings through the year. I can't fucking Smart. wait. So we'll just replace the our our guest that can't be on that podcast, and we'll just talk about Google Ads. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. Um, well, we're after 10. I know Mitch is like 900 years old, so um, well, he wanted, he, he wanted to do the, the podcast earlier. Um, Get some warm milk. You. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you got some drinks in him. He's got to dye his hair. I can see some in. coming out. Yeah. Good time. Um, anyways, Mitch, it was great having you on the show. Uh, Thank you, guys. Yeah. For, before you go, though, uh, how can people find you if they choose to follow you? Um, mention anything yeah. you sell do all that yeah, right now mitchtaylor.net that's the website mitchtaylor.net they can find me on socials at mitch taylor uh at mitch taylor 23 on insta um it's pretty much it cool i'm around you hit me up find me almost anywhere all right. awesome 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 and buy your tickets for midwest djs live and we'll see you there but anyways eric rick mitch See you guys on the next one. Be sure to comment, subscribe, like, all that. If you're listening on Spotify or any other source, be sure to subscribe or follow or whatever it is on that source so that you get all the podcasts that are coming. But anyways, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next. Oh, Jason Janai will be the next one on November 1st. See you guys on November 1st. Bye. Bye.